0: to Real Estate Happenings with Nan & Company Properties. We are revealing all the top secrets for you to become the best real estate agent. Are you ready? Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Real Estate Happenings. I'm Nikki Homan, here today's podcast host. I've been on the podcast before discussing how to generate leads with Laura Bonk. If you guys haven't checked it out, you definitely should. It's a great one. Um, I've been in the real estate business for about five years. I'm a native Houstonian and a University of Houston graduate, also a former Houston Texans cheerleader. So I'm on all things about Houston. I love what I do. Uh, But today on our episode, we will be discussing how to go the extra mile with your sellers and buyers, as well as keeping your buyers and sellers in check with their emotions, keeping them calm through this process because it's an intense process when you're buying your house. Today, co-hosting with me is Mary Ellett, who is on my team. Hey, Mary. Yay.
1: Hello. Thanks for having me.
0: And uh, let's get started. Our first topic of discussion is uh, working with buyers when you have a multiple offer situation. Anytime multiple offers come through, it heats up the intensity so much. So what do you have to combat that with, Mary?
1: Um, Absolutely. So one of the things that I feel is just essential to have is energy. When you go into any situation as uh, buying with multiple offers, negotiating, it's essential to let your client know that you're going to take care of them. Good energy is just, it's essential. So you need to make sure that your client is willing to lose a, a home and be okay if they decide not to go full price.
0: That's right. Um, if it's multiple offers, you want to go full price or even a little bit above, and right. that's a question to ask them: Are you willing to lose this house
1: over three thousand dollars? Absolutely. You uh, you also need to encourage them to start with their highest and best, rather than just a full price offer. Yep, that would at least alleviate
0: um, you know the question of did you put in the correct offer or not. Right. Um, you never want to have anyone that has a regret of, I should have done this. So you got to go full gusto absolutely, or, you know, be okay with losing the house. Yes. And what are some other nice
1: little things that you can do to kind of sway that seller to select your offer? Right. Um, I, one of the suggestions that we sometimes have is have them write a letter, uh, leave a plant at the seller's home. It's just, it's those little touches that help you stand out and, um, just keep keep them in mind. Um, and it's just going that extra mile and having that wow factor.
0: Yeah. The letter is helpful, especially if you've got an emotional seller, um, maybe they brought their first baby home and maybe this home means, uh, so much for another Mm -hmm. young family to come in. So those letters are impactful. And then of course we have to express patience, um, Sometimes agents will wait for the full weekend for all of the offers to come through and we just have to keep our buyers calm. Right. And you know, the seller has every right to do their due diligence and wait for the best
1: offers to come through. So right. pep talk them too if they lose the house, right? Absolutely, also you need to know your buyer and seller. Um, know, know if they're you know, anxious or know if they're a little bit laid back that way. Uh, you you can, can react with you, that. Yes, you can prepare. Hey, it's okay. We're gonna we're gonna go in at this price point. It's you let them decide and and let fate
0: happen. Exactly, real estate is a lot of fate and luck. Yes, um, it's not just sometimes strategic with numbers. Right, but.
1: there have been so many deals where it's you know your your client is upset. That was their home and you know their their dream home and you know they've lost it. And then you know fate has a way of kicking in and. And, you know, two weeks, three weeks later, you've got the agent calling you back and saying, hey, would you, are you still interested? And, you know, there, there it is. There's always
0: possibility. Right. Okay. So with negotiating with buyers, it's also, especially with a first time home buyer, it also heats up, Um, you know, sellers get offended. Sometimes buyers are Mm -hmm. become um, stubborn and they don't want to back down. So, what happens when we get a home inspection and it's seventy-five pages? How do you handle
1: that? I honestly think the best advice is to encourage your uh, your buyers to be there at the inspection. Um, this way, they are able to interact with the inspector and That's look incredible. at the report together and um, navigate through the inspection report to see what is important. important. Yeah, what's important and what's kind of not. They need to learn what's
0: buying, especially your first-time home buyers. I know as agents we like to go to the inspection for them, but we really need to encourage them to attend the inspection so they right. know what they're getting themselves into. We aren't buying the home, we aren't paying the mortgage, so it's going to be all on them, so they need to attend that inspection, and they need to hire an inspector based on if they want a lot of detail or if they want just, hey, what's the bare bones looking like? Right. Plumbing, AC, foundation.
1: Right. Absolutely. Also, too, it is. I'm, I think it's imperative to um, have people meet each other. I mean, you can. It opens up another line of communication. They know that they They know their inspector. They can ask them who they. Recommend, recommend for, you know, repairs and things like that. So you have these people. And not enough buyers do this, but
0: call the inspector after the inspection's over. They right. see these houses all the time and they see a lot of the same problems, especially, you know, depending if the age, the age of the home is, you know, in the 70s, 80s, mm-hmm. we have to tell our buyers up front, expect a lot of minor things, right. but not to be worried about. Call the inspector and talk to them. We really shouldn't be guiding them on what's important or not because again at the end of the day it's not us paying for the repairs when they buy their home it's them so encourage them to call the inspector not enough buyers do that and i don't think so absolutely um and then when we finally get down to narrowing down that list of repairs it's so important to be nice to the agent from the from the very start from the very beginning oh my goodness don't back yourself into a corner and and be salty no i mean there they're not going to do anything for you.
1: I, I feel like this is all an experience and it's ex- an experience for us as agents, but also as the person, you know, buying the home and there's no need to be nasty Yes, yeah. we're all a team. We're all trying to work together. Um, there's no need to play anybody against anybody. Um, let's do this. Let's make a deal. And
0: again, as a buyer's agent, it's our job to say, Hey, we really can't ask for this whole inspection report to be completed unless it's new construction, of course. So kind of, it's, it's a tough subject. But you really have to be transparent and honest, and say, hey, what are the top 15, right. 20 things you want? And and I mean, unless there's something, you know, a leak is coming from the ceiling and it's dripping. I mean, obviously a seller is going to want right. to attend to that. But Absolutely. Um, I, I think it's important to narrow down our list and make them realistic because we want reasonable answers from sellers right. and
1: agents. And also it's important to set the standard on the inspection report. I mean, you can't, if you have people that aren't used to, you know, Buying homes, then they're go- they're going to look to you to be like, hey, do I do I look through this entire report, or do I pick what are the main things? And like, it goes back to, to talking to, to the inspector. Exactly. So it's it's just open book policy always. If anyone has any questions or you know they they don't know the answers, they should feel comfortable going to you and being advised. And you know, like like you said, I encourage you to be at the inspection. So then you know they're there and. And another thing to keep in mind
0: is this is a business transaction. Um, the buyers get emotional about it, especially right. if it's their first home or if it was a home that they, they've they written four or five offers and this is the one they got. You know, At the end of the day, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And just keep reminding them, you may love the house, but it's business at the end of the day. Right. Um, stay positive. Never be doomsday. I hate the agents that uh, feed into other agents, right. uh, and again, negativity yes. and spin it into a positive. Uh, Absolutely. there's a leak coming from the ceiling and you know, it's okay. We're two weeks out from close, right. so they're going to fix it. They're going to even replace the pipe. This is a good thing. They're going to replace that part. And we know it was original. Try to spin it into a positive. Don't be that agent. That's like, this is terrible. This is, you know, this is it. Right. Kill Absolutely. The it all spins back to having good energy. So Okay, so let's get to our sellers. I don't know which is harder, buyers or sellers. <laughs> they both are their own yeah, it's beast, its own monster. Yeah. You know, we just you just hope when you get a seller that it's one of those listings that's going to fly off the H, uh, MLS right. quickly. Um, so when what do we do when a seller's not getting any showings? We put we and, and maybe we know it's a little overpriced. Maybe it's not that much. But what do we do? How do we help them stay calm? And and what can we? um, suggest for them rather than create right. problems.
1: So this is kind of a, a sensitive subject. It's a sensitive matter. Um, you have a seller that, you know, they, they love their home. They, they know what they've put into it. And obviously, you know, we, we always feel like our home is the best home. Um, you have to be sensitive to your seller. You, you never want to be rude, um, and I mean, or I put think, their house down, yeah, or put their house down. I mean, you have to be, um, encouraging and, um, give them, uh, just essential tips as, as like, maybe we can stage or maybe we should paint. Um, let's switch some, some photos around. Um, also, um, fresh flowers. Um, that helps that, yeah, that step. really does. It really does help. Um, you can change up descriptions Um, there's, there's really all sorts of things you can do, but as, as far as approaching your seller, you need to, you need to be on point and know your seller.
0: Also watch the market, see what else is going on the market. If something's going on the market, $30,000 less than what your seller is. And it has upgrades. We need to, we need to show that to to the seller. Right. And, um, you know, we want to offer solutions and we want to offer facts to them as well. And if they want to stay at their price point, usually I like to give them two to three weeks mm-hmm. and say, after this, then we, I will dictate where the price needs to go, and then you you start that conversation. But let them price at, at what they want to price at, as long as it's within tolerance of where you personally, because everybody wants to price their home higher than what the realtor right. wants. Right. Right. Um, and then a good a good uh, census is, you know,
1: the market determines your price,
0: not me, not you, Absolutely. not your neighbor
1: absolutely and i mean at the end of the day sellers just want to know that you're trying and if they see that they will trust and go along with all of your recommendations
0: absolutely if they if they see you're sending them facts you're sending them market reports
1: yes. you're doing open right. houses yes like i mean it, once again goes back to open book policy you then know? They,
0: they'll feel comfortable okay she's yes. doing everything she can maybe there's something going on in the market maybe we are priced and mm-hmm. they'll start they're still they will get that conversation going in their minds of, okay, maybe we should listen to her on price, or right. maybe we should paint that wall. Um, they come around, and again,
1: right. it's a team effort. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you, it, it, it all works together. You never want your seller that you don't want to have a communication where your seller is thinking, oh, she's just busy, or oh, no, no. it's not that at all. You need to, you need to never interact with them and stay positive and let them, them know hope. what's going on. Yes. That's right.
0: Okay, and then when we on the flip side, sellers negotiating repairs mm-hmm. um again is a touchy subject because mm-hmm. some people are are at their bare minimum of I've come down on price right. and this is all I can do right. or I've spent this much on whatever upgrade and this is all I'm willing to, to budge. Well, we need to budge, especially if you're not in a multiple offer situation, you're you're going to have to do some type of repairs and you have to tell that to the seller up front. So want to remind them that it's not a war right right absolutely a lot of win-win yes so what happens when they receive a lengthy repair list
1: if a seller receives a lengthy repair list keep them positive by starting with easy repairs such as changing light bulbs or caulking in the bathroom Um, it will seem a little less daunting
0: so yeah just starting with those small ticket items like hey they asked for you to label the electrical box how simple is that and that it doesn't right. seem so, so much like, oh my gosh, they're asking for all these expensive repairs where a lot of them, they, the sellers could do on their own. So right. and, I think and that's and important to start from the small stuff, then work your way to the big stuff.
1: Yes, absolutely. Encourage giving a, a little on both sides and just remind them that the buyer gave up as well.
0: And if you have sellers out there with egos, um, oh, which yes. are a lot, yes. and, and you'll know that's that working through the mm-hmm. situation, you know, you have to, you, you've got to stroke the ego a little bit. And, right. And um, we always remind them that they have the upper hand. You don't have to do any of these negotiations. Negotiations. You don't have to take this right. price. We can we go can back walk to, away. to active Right. and you can walk away. And mm-hmm. that sometimes makes them feel better and also puts in perspective like, well, I do have this offer, uh, maybe I should try to make this work. But when you tell them, hey, you can walk away, your right. choice doesn't matter to me, you, I, you do what's best for you.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: then they'll kind of talk them down from the ledge on that. Um, Again, staying on good terms with the agent and, um, you know, being positive and giving the agent facts. Sometimes we, I would extend option period even to get good quotes on the seller side, uh, for some of the repairs that the buyers are asking for. And then there's no harm done in an, uh, extending an option period unless you had multiple offers and you can go on to the next one. But if most of the time we're in cases where we don't have multiple offers. So extending option and doing your due diligence and getting all the right people out to quote those things. And maybe it's not as expensive as as the seller thought. And maybe they are willing to do it. Right. Um, but getting all those facts together and presenting them to the buyer's agent. Um, and then you mentioned this before, we're on the same team. The buyer's agent and listing agent. We want to get it done. We don't want to move on. We don't want to get paid. The seller wants to move on. The buyer wants to buy the house.
1: Yep, absolutely. can't
0: deny that. Um, and then here's just a tip because I've had people full on write exactly verbatim what the buyer or the seller said, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's snarky and sometimes it's written out of context. Don't ever right. share that with your client.
1: No. Just say, oh, they actually not.
0: declined to to not do that. And you don't need to add, they can kiss my, you know what. Right. It's Ob- just, just yes. not helpful to the situation or calming your clients down. No,
1: we all need to keep it professional. Yes. Yes. So,
0: um, and, and as an agent, I try not to ever get to that point. Um, and it just, it'll, it'll show if I'm stressed, your client's going to be stressed. Right. Um, and then last on our list here is going the extra mile for your clients in general. So whenever we have a seller, what are some of the things that we do, Mary, for our sellers that are a little bit, um, Maybe not always common for most brokerages out there
1: um i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna start out with i'm I mean this brokerage is just uh, beyond amazing i've I mean, I've never seen a place like this where you have so many uh, essential parts of the game at your fingertips. We've got professional photography, we've got our own video department. we've got social media marketing. everybody has their special niche here. And they're so good at it. The exposure just, for your sellers is absolutely. It's awesome. a, it's amazing. We you, have
0: uh, feedback on on whenever you are getting showings and you're you're not getting any feedback from from listings. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we call yes. every agent, don't we? Yes, we every call every agent, agent until we, we get a hold of them. We will psychodial you. Yes. To get feedback, <laughs> literally, um, and that's something that a lot of agents will tell their sellers, oh yeah, we didn't get any, I've tried to call them or they're not responding. You know, there's a way to get them, the other agents to respond. And there's a way to get, you know, constructive feedback for your sellers. And and that's something that we strive ourselves on to try to bring any kind of
1: feedback to the table, or even maybe an offer that was lifeless, bring it to life. Absolutely. Um, also another, another thing that I like that, um, that you and I do and a lot of other agents um, do is show up to when they're taking the pictures. Uh, yes. we, will, we will move furniture if we have to. We will add that pop of flower in the corner. I mean, it's never ending.
0: Uh, some of our listings are the bare bones and we'll come in and just bring some of our own staging stuff that we have in storage and just kind of spruce it up. And I mean, all it takes is a couple little things and, and good pictures and some video. And um, right. even for our rentals as well, we'll um, always do professional photos. We'll never just go in and take iPhone photos. Right. You
1: also go in, um, and to the home with the mindset of a buyer. I mean, when you walk into that house, does it feel
0: there, there's a crack on the wall.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I I mean, pick, but right. You 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 nitpick, but those are the things that your buyers are going to see. So, I mean, it's, it's our job to make them visualize this being their, their home and, you know, creating a life there. So,
0: and think out of the box. Um, yes. I have an example with one of my listings. It had a small master bedroom mm-hmm. and that was continuously the feedback. right? Love the house, small right. master bedroom and we're redundant. tired of hearing it. Yeah. So what did we do? We had our marketing team literally take the floor plan, mm-hmm. redesign the top floor that has a patio and show that you can the, extend the it. Extension. We had yes. an engineer quote it out and we provided that paperwork for all the buyers coming in,
1: and finally got an offer right. and accepted. And that's, I mean, having something that they can visualize yes. gives them um, excitement and hope. So, I mean, and also too, when you're buying a home, you are gonna make it your own. Um, and then going the extra mile for your buyers, I think number one is hooking, hooking them up with mm-hmm. the right lender. Yes, this can, um, I mean, this can make or break if yes. you. If you refer the wrong lender, I mean, it, they could be scared to buy. Absolutely. Basically.
0: Um, and then walking them through the entire process, so not only just meeting them up for first showings, but um, also meeting them and
1: saying, "Hey, this is what we do at inspection. This right. is what we do at um, after inspection." Right. And I mean, like you said, walking them through it. Even even the lending process is can can sometimes be draining. Mm-hmm. So if you're there to kind of you know hold their hand so to say, but manage just let them, yeah, manage expectations and let them know, hey, we know this is a drawn out process. We know you have to give all sorts of information to these people, but everyone, is, everyone has to go through this process. We're gonna help you if you have any questions um, and just reassuring, but yes, the, the right lender is essential.
0: And sometimes we do get busy and, um, you know, we, maybe we're juggling five, six buyers and we can't keep up with their, their lists. But if you just do a personal search to yourself, just check it first thing Mm -hmm. in the morning. Usually the things that hit MLS will not hit your client's account until much later in the day. So we have the upper hand to see what is first out there. Just put yourself on a morning search every morning and then you'll send it to them and you look like a rock star like oh my god it's not even on the market yet yes you you found this you look like a rock star that way and it is hard to stay ahead because there are so many outlets but um that's an easy trick that you can do with our mls system
1: right and um also too i know one of my favorite things is being able to um recommend like a good handyman a good roofer um a good painter um i feel like i have been in the business long enough to where i have these good people, these good resources in my back pocket. And I'm more than happy to recommend them. And when these people
0: do a good job and you trust them and they do a good job for your client, I mean... You're going to get
1: referrals from absolutely (laughs) alone, absolutely. So, I feel like that's a that's also a good,
0: yeah. I we we have our painter and our contractor. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've had probably I'd say 15 clients that have used some of my recommendations, and then
1: also, too, I mean, you have to think of it as hey, I'm I'm using this really good guy, I'm going to introduce them to my client, and then this client will most likely use this really good guy and you're you know it's just a win-win if someone's always still talking about you yep and then some of the extras that we do just to make people people feel
0: special mm-hmm. um this is my favorite the warm fuzzies this. Yeah, this yes this is mary's favorite <laughs>
1: i'm all about the warm and mine, fuzzies but, i mean it
0: does it makes me feel good when I, i'm able to do stuff like this yeah you're
1: really good at it too our pot so.
0: buys uh we've got seasonal pot buys don't we yes
1: we do and i tell you what for mother's day nikki does not play around she straight up delivers the herself. Like I had she's, a lot of awesome. mothers in
0: tears, especially single moms. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were loving the flower delivery. Yes. Um, we've done delivering pies for holidays. Right. Um, if you have a bottle of wine, you're in the neighborhood, stop by stop and just by. knock on the door. Even if you just did a little, you know, a video and say, Hey, I'm just dropping this off. So right. Sorry. I missed you. Right. Um, you don't have to, it, we joke around. You don't have to go inside the house and no. have a whole, full bottle of wine with them. <laughs> even though some people I mean, people you can, might. but no. <laughs> exactly um and then we do handwritten notes yes those handwritten notes great. those are
1: i mean i know in the days of texting and you know messenger and all all that jazz i mean it's it's always nice to just get a handwritten letter mm-hmm. i mean it's it's just sort It'll of unheard you of day. nowadays, you yeah. know? So, I and mean. And if, if
0: text, if your client likes text, I mean, sure. if we're, if we're uh, like, hey, absolutely. just check on you. You got to know your clients. I saw this, you know, meme and thought of you. Yes. You know, that that's always cute little extras to stay in front and, uh, you know, right. let someone know they're thinking about you. Uh, we do birthday cards. Everybody loves the birthday cards. I, I put little $5 Starbucks gift cards because again, yes. people just don't get mail like that anymore. Um, and then Mary, you're always awesome at grabbing a coffee date or a lunch date with your clients just to catch up and right. people like that. Cause they enjoy working with you. And sometimes we're sad when the buying process is over and I know it, I know not want to see you,
1: I know it. I've met so many awesome people and I mean, I'm such a people person and I love meeting Good genuine people, so and we I mean, want to
0: work with other good genuine
1: people. Absolutely.
0: So I I found this quote. Um, it's basically at the end of the day, people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And that's, right. that's what we do here at Nan. That's what Christie's International Real Estate is all about: um, creating that experience and um, making them feel some type of way, and um, creating the most of their experience
1: for buying and selling. Right. Yes, absolutely. I, um, I also, too, um, I know 75% of communication is nonverbal. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's that warm and fuzzy. It's that energy that you yeah. give off um, that just seals the deal. I mean, it just is like sprinkles on top.
0: It is. Right. Well, that's all we have for today. I hope this podcast episode helped you kill some time wherever you are listening. There will be plenty more exciting topics we are working on. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Make sure you guys follow us on social media at nanproperties. (laughs)
1: Girls, you
0: got this. Make sure you guys follow us on social media at nanproperties to keep up with all the amazing things we're doing. Never miss an upload. Also, please leave a comment and tell us what you want to hear. And we will turn it into our next podcast. Rate us five stars to help others interested in real estate topics find us. And we will see you next time. Oh, follow us on Instagram. Absolutely. Sold by Nikki H and Mary.
1: I am Mary underscore Ellett underscore.
0: And we will see you next time.
1: Yes. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye. We'll